good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me somebody that I have known for a long time, but we finally get to meet for real today. So I want to welcome to the show, Sherry Simmons. Hey, Sherry. Hey, everyone. My name is Sherry Simmons. Um, so what do I do? <laughs> Um, so I'm a jello or trade. I'm an author, a ghostwriter, a financial educator, and I just started um, speaking. Um, and this all ties into my love of helping people. So I feel that through all the things that I do, I get to help people in just different aspects of their lives. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. So when I think of you, I think of you as an author first, and I would like for you to explain to readers um, what kind of books have you written and how many books have you written and what's the content about? So in total, I have written seven books. Um, one book was I wrote as a ghostwriter. So a ghostwriter is a person that writes a book for someone else and when the ghostwriter writes the book they don't take the the book belongs to the person they don't put their name on it so you're not supposed to know who. so I did a financial book as a ghostwriter then I wrote my own financial book so my financial book was my first nonfiction. so I started off seven years ago as an urban fiction author um, so urban fiction is basically um, books set in like urban settings and they have the typical um, the typical things such as you know drugs and money and drama those types of books so I did my first nonfiction this year um, my financial journey um so it's about money and it's basically educating people on what to do with their money how to save about life insurance about the importance of estate planning about the importance of debt management how to calculate your debt how to make sure that you're paying your debt before the debt doubles because people a lot of people don't realize that your debt doubles which is the reason why there's so many people with Massive student loan debt. They started at twenty thousand. Now they're not sixty. They don't know why. Your debt doubles. So, and then I did an anthology. So an anthology is a book with a group of authors, and each person has one story, one or two stories. So I did it with a group of twelve. I have a story in there. It's called "Please Don't Kill Me." It was for domestic violence awareness. So we launched in October 2014. So everybody's story has something to do with sexual abuse, domestic violence. And my other books were strictly fiction and just urban fiction books. Content basically sex and money and drama in the urban setting. I live so, in New York City, so what I, you know, what made you start writing? What, what, what inspired you to write? 
I started writing when I was 11 and it was an outlet for a depression. At the time, I didn't wow. know that I was depressed. I just knew that I was just sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raising my siblings at home. My dad wasn't in the house. My mom was, my mom was like physically there, but she was emotionally not there. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I needed my mom. My mom wasn't there. And it's just like, so I was just depressed. And it's just like always with my siblings all the time. And you know, once you start 11 and 12 years old, you want to hang out with your friends. You want to, And I wasn't able to do any of that. So she would say, well, if your siblings can't go, then you can't go. And I'm like, Ugh. I just chose not to. So it just took a toll on me that I was a mom at 11. My my siblings were, I had three siblings. And I was just like, it was really depressing. So I just started writing, journal writing first. And then as I got um, older in high school, I let people read, you know, writing first classes. And the teacher's like, this is really good. So a lot of people come saying, oh, your work is really good. You should publish, you should publish. And I'm like, I'm right for myself. This stuff is private. So when I'm sharing, I'm like, please don't share. But after hearing so many times, you should publish, I just decided in 2011, why not? Like, people like it, why not? So 2011, I started the process. And my first book, Tales of the Broken Hearted, was published in 2012. That's, that's, that. that's so interesting because what normally happens is not that we see in ourselves what other people see in us, but other people see it in us and tell us so much that we're like, okay, let me do it. But so often we don't do it for ourselves. Exactly. And I'm glad and, that I'm really glad that I got the push because I was I would never have done it. Well, I'm listening to how much writing you do, and you know the one thing that I find on this show is that everybody you know has a title, but I like to get to the nitty gritty of how you got the title because the purpose is is what really matters. You know, we're pushed to do things not because that's just something we chose to do; it's something that's ingrained in us, or it's something that came from a coping skill or it's something that we're good at or it's something that we dreamed about and when it's those things it's the right thing and you know if you're doing something for the wrong reasons it's not going to work out but you know if writing is a coping skill for you but it's also a gift and it's a outlet then it's perfect because it causes healing and there's power in that. And that's why I tell everybody your voice is your power because your story is your power. You know, a lot of people hide behind their stories. A lot of people, you talk about depression, people don't want to talk about it. I love to talk about it because guess what? When you talk about it, you're free and you don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, every time you talk about it, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you're not crying when you talk about it anymore. And then you see your strength and then you see where you are today. And when you don't do those things, you're trapped, you know? And so here you are, you're able to turn your story into a strength, but also to share it with others so that they can relate and then find their strength. Um, my, my next question to you is that you then started working in the financial realm, which is, it's, a, it's an up and coming thing. Financial education is huge. 
Um, and it's something that's lacking in a lot of cultures and a lot of communities and in a lot of families. And, you know, you talk about student loans. It's something that's held me back for a long time because I, I have just felt like it was an anchor on my foot. Like I could, I can't own a house. I can't do anything because I have student loans, you know, and I'm working in nonprofits. I'm working in civil service. I'm doing all these things. And they say that it helps, but it doesn't. What made you change the trajectory of your life and business and start dibbling and dabbling in the financial realm? What, what, what was the push there? So when I found my purpose, which very broadly is to help people, that's what I've always wanted to do. But then I started to specifically say, well, how do I help people? That's just, what does that mean? So now I made it very specific that I want to help people and to educate them, motivate them, uplift them. And anything that I can get into to do that, that's what I'm going to do. So when I was introduced to this organization, I like the mission that they're not just selling products, they actually do workshops. They actually invite people, and these are free workshops they have. They give people educational material. And it's very simple information that anybody can understand. It's not like I'm gonna give you a pamphlet and oh, read this, find this. No, we really break down everything. And I was like, this is really amazing, I've never, Nobody comes around where I live at and, and told me these things. I wish somebody would have told me these things. So I was like, how can I get, I want to do this. So, you know, I was told, you know, you have to get your life insurance license. You have to get this. And I just went and got it. And I said, so that was it. Not to help people. I'm, I'm on it. So speaking of that, how hard is it to go get those things? Because people really have this perception that any type of certification or education is impossible. But my thing is we invest in things like tennis shoes. I know I invest in getting my nails done and all these things. A certification to sell life insurance or a workshop or a coaching session or consulting. How, how easy is it to grasp these things nowadays? I have major test anxiety. So for me, it was a struggle, but I passed my life and health insurance exam the first time I took them. So a lot of people, what it is for them, they don't want to do the work. They just don't, that's just thing, that's, they just don't want to do the work. And for me, what I had to literally do, I spent the whole week on the exam. Everything else had to go. I have, I do have children, but it was just like, I need this time to study for this exam. This is for me. And that's what most people, they just, they don't want to put it in the work. They just want things and they don't want to do the work. So that's the answer. It's not hard. You also said it's for you. It's something that we don't do. You know, I was a single mom for a long time and it was to say something was for me. It was like nothing was ever for me. Even if I was getting my education, it wasn't for me. It was so that I could actually pay bills without crying or without working and being on call. And so even if it's for us, for our kids, whoever it's for, that education, that certification, that license, it takes us a step above. And a lot of times, you know, for me, I really, really, really wanted to, um, I kept telling myself that I wasn't going to be anything without a master's or that I had to get a PhD. But that's what I was told growing up is that you're nothing without letters behind your name. Nowadays, you can get a certification and make good money and it could take you a few weeks. You know, a lot of people don't invest in real estate um, classes, you know, or, you know, even being an RN nowadays, 
you know, the technical schools, the vocational schools, the online classes. Them IT techs, oh my goodness. <laughs> they make a lot of money. Fix the computers. I wish. <laughs> and that's the thing is that people just don't understand. We always think that there's, that we, ha we have to have this magic pill or, you know, access to something that we don't have access to, but we actually have access to more than what we give ourselves credit for. But instead, we choose to, you know, go to school, get in debt, and then some people have lots of debt, but their salary doesn't match. Wait, why did you get into $100,000 debt for a $50,000 job? That doesn't make any sense. But like you said earlier, it's not taught in your community. Right. And in most communities, it's not taught. And so we have to be the ones to teach because as we grow and as we learn, we have to share it and we have to reach back because we wanna break these generational curses. We wanna close these gaps and we wanna all be able to live without living paycheck to paycheck. Right. You know, being able to lay your head down at night and not worry about your safety or your security. Right, exactly. I agree. So can you tell listeners what you're working on right now or what you can help listeners with? Because I know you have boot camps and you help people. Can you tell them what, what they can reach out to you for? So um, I have ghostwriting services. So a ghostwriter, again, is someone who writes a book for someone else. So as a ghostwriter, I would just write the book, but I wouldn't take any royalties, which, which is payment payment for the book sales. So I wouldn't take any royalties or any credit for the book. So my name would not appear anywhere in the book. So the book is yours. Um, so I do that. So there's two ways to do this. So people can provide me the content and I write the book based on what they gave me or they can give me nothing and I just write a, write a book for them and just give it to them. Um, so I have that's one package. Then I have one-on-one -on -one, um, consulting because there are people that they don't like the group settings. I do have groups classes too. They don't want the group settings. They just want me to help them get their um, book off the ground. I have um, a writer's boot camp and it's going to be a five-week long class. Um, the one that I launched last month and yesterday. So in that class, I teach you from start to beginning the whole writing process. So writing the book is, is just the beginning. There's a whole entire process. So a lot of people, they think that, oh, I wrote a book and it's their first draft. And I'm like, okay, no, you gotta go back and revise it and edit and revise your edit. It's a whole process. And also, so I'm working on my own things, but those are the three things I'm doing. So the one-on-one -on -one session, the group masterclass, and the ghostwriting package. And I proofread too, so proofreading is not what an editor, so I'm not an editor. So I just look at your manuscript for the mechanics, the grammar, make sure your punctuation, does this make sense? Just those basic things, and that's it. Can you tell listeners your website or your contact information? So I have a, a one-page site. It's consultwithsheri, S-H-E-R-I.com. 
and on there you um, people can schedule um, an appointment to meet with me it also has my social media my email so if people want to contact me everything's on there as well awesome well i want to thank you for being here today because i see you doing great things all over the internet and now i finally got to meet you so i'm excited um and i look forward to further collaborations because what you're doing is important and you know we have to continue to spread the word and to lift each other up and i can see what you're doing is paramount and it's it's you know we got to get it out there more so thank you for being here thank you have all right time. listeners I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson. Stay powerful.